Happy Tuesday, everyone. You are listening to Downtown Dish. I am your host, Julie Townsend, and I am about to give you the update on all the fun upcoming events uh, in the next, really just this next week. We've got enough to talk about just for this week. Uh, As fall continues to uh, be upon us, that's when downtown events really gear up and we have lots more fun when the weather begins to cool off. Uh, Of course, the downtown farmers curb market is every Saturday from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. And we're very excited that we now have uh, the squeeze service, which is the free uh, golf cart shuttle service. You can park um, on the southern portions of the event and pick up the squeeze and get dropped off right at the corner of Lemon and Kentucky at the southern entrance to the farmer's market. So no worries about where to park. There's a giant city parking lot on the corner of Walnut and Tennessee called Lot B, B as in boy. And you can park there and catch the squeeze uh, and never really walk more than, you know, 30 feet or so uh, from your car to the starting point of the farmer's market. So very excited to have that partnership with Citrus Connection. Uh, tonight actually is Tasty Tuesday. So if you are listening to this and you want to head back downtown or stick around downtown, uh, Tasty Tuesday is tonight. It's from 4.30 to 9. And you can learn all about Tasty Tuesday on our website at downtown LKLD. It's where you can purchase tickets for hearty tastes of food and beverage and sweets in downtown from the participating businesses. Uh, It's a lot of fun. You get to walk around at your own pace and try out all the different businesses uh, in downtown. And then this week, uh, next weekend, uh, uh, Take Heart, or actually this weekend, sorry, Take Heart's 5K Run is on Saturday the 24th. And we spoke to uh, Delta la- at last week's show about uh, Take Heart. So we want to make sure that we plug that 5K. If you're not already running in it, you can certainly uh, be a spectator and you can certainly still uh, contribute to the cause. And then Sunday is Punk Rock Flea Market at Black and uh at Swan Brewing, sorry, uh, Swan Brewing over at Lake Wire. So Punk Rock Flea Sunday, the 25th, lots of vendors, live music, lots of fun. Uh, definitely check out Punk Rock Flea Market on Sunday, the 25th at Swan Brewing Company on Lake Wire. So that kind of recaps all the fun events that are coming up. And now we're going to have some fun with my guest, Murtis Young. Murtis is the Historic Preservation Manager with the Polk County History Center. Welcome, Murtis. Julie, thank you. And first, I want to just say how much I appreciate having the opportunity to come and hang out with you and talk about a little bit of the history stuff in the county. That's right. It's been a long time. We've known each other for many, many years and crossed paths over the years in lots of different ways. But I'm glad to see uh, you're a perfect fit for this role. I, I, I'm glad to see you at the History Center. And um, I wanted to invite you here because I was in Bartow about a month or so ago. And I will be the first to admit I do not go to the History Center as often as I should. So shame on me. Uh, but I hope that, you know, by having you on the show and talk about the great exhibits that you currently have and things that um, are maybe that are upcoming and just sort of, you know, the importance of the History Center in general, I can make up for my lack of participation <laughs> by getting everyone else in the county to go. That's my plan. Well, thank you very much <laughs> for your oversight. I appreciate that. 
<laughs> so, um, yeah. So, you know, as if none of us know anything about a Polk, the Polk County History Center, sort of give us kind of the overview. Well, you know, first, I think the most important thing to understand about it is, you know, we're, we tell the story. We're storytellers. We talk about and display the history of Polk County. It's just a very interesting web of events and occasions that created this exciting place we live. And so our purpose, our mission is to preserve the story, preserve the history of Polk County. The History Center, the building is located in the historic, iconic 1908 um, building. It's a neoclassical Mm. building that was built for the purpose of housing Polk County government and served that purpose beautifully until the early 1980s. It just out lived its purpose mm. because it outgrew its purpose yeah. and was restored and now um, houses the Polk County History Center and the Polk County Historical Library. So we are a museum as well as a research library located right downtown in Bartow and Maine and Broadway in the beautiful, iconic, neoclassical building under the Silver Dome. It is a beautiful building. It's it's um, it's uh and also surrounded by a great little downtown. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 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 here to plug downtown Lakeland as often often as I can, obviously. But I got to give kudos to my uh, brother and sister downtowns out there in in Polk County because we have a lot of great little downtowns that um, deserve uh, a lot of a lot of credit for preserving their buildings and uh, the retail that they've been able to sustain. Uh, it's you know downtowns are are the heart of any community. So we got to keep all of them thriving uh, and and alive and well. So I know that the exhibits um, change, obviously. I mean, the history doesn't change, but sometimes your focus on what uh, you're going to have a deeper dive into changes. Is that correct? That is correct. And um, so, so the way we do that, we talk about storytelling and how do we do that. The exhibits at the History Center is just one way, and there are different types of exhibits. There are those that we consider long-term exhibits, and those are the ones that, you know, tell the core history, you know, the early, the pioneer history of Polk County, the early industry, the story of our early industries, and that's portrayed in our industry gallery. And then uh, we also talk about early tourism in Polk mm. County, a very, very important part of our history. That's a permanent story that stays in place. We have also exhibits that that depict the military history of Polk County, which is just immense, Mm -hmm. just immense. And then um, the courthouse, you know, the the judicial system, the whole judicial system of Polk County. So there are exhibits all through the museum that are permanent. We do, however, in uh, curating those permanent exhibits, change the artifacts. We might feature a particular story from one of those exhibits. And then in addition to those, we have changing exhibits. And those are represented most recently as we are preparing the country to celebrate the semi-quincentennial, which is the 250th anniversary of the United States Mm. in 2026. So we are preparing to curate an exhibit which will be focused on the, the early history of um, the United States of America. So we're going to have an exhibit that we're calling the Living Constitution. And right now that exhibit, that gallery has an exhibit that was opened in 2019 that commemorates the um, 20th um, 
20, the, 20, the 19th Amendment, mm-hmm. and that um, will be in place, and then that will transfer into more of a an exhibit that will talk more about the Constitution. The living Constitution will be that room. So that, that will be changing, and it will be an appropriate exhibit as we plan on the 250th anniversary of the nation. So in addition to those exhibits like that that we curate, we also, from time to time, have been very, very fortunate to be a host site for traveling exhibits like the Smithsonian. Mm. We're very fortunate that we have earned our um, national accreditation, and as such, we are um, able to be a host site for Smithsonian exhibits, and we have been able to display those. So what happens with those, we'll have an exhibit in place, will be the Smithsonian component, and then what we do is we curate the local story that goes along with that theme. Okay. So changing, permanent, right. temporary. Very interesting. So we're going to be 250 years old, just right around the corner. We look good. We're looking pretty good, aren't we? <laughs> I hope so. I hope we make it. <laughs> That's all I can say. Uh, uh, I digress. Okay, so uh, when we come back, <laughs> we'll talk more with Murtis Young at, uh, about the Polk County History Center. Stick with us. And we're back. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm Julie Townsend, your host. And with me today is my very special guest, Murtis Young. Murtis is the historic, uh, the yeah, the historic preservation manager. Sorry, I didn't wear my glasses and I couldn't read my own handwriting. Historic preservation manager for the Polk County History Center. So welcome back, Murtis. And thank you. So we were talking before the break, kind of the general overview of where the center is and and what kind of exhibits, you know, you have permanent, you have some that are temporary and some, you you have the uh, Smithsonian component, which is great, accredited to be able to uh, display some of those exhibits. Um, But I wanted to ask you, I know uh, the military gallery has just, you know, maybe folks think military gallery, oh, we're going to just talk about, you know, the way old wars and, you know, everybody dressed up in the little old, you know, sort of Civil War looking suits. But it really it spans the time from, I think you said, the second Seminole War to really current current wars. So kind of give us a a history lesson, if you will, (laughs) on on the military gallery, because I think that's really interesting. So the military gallery at the Polk County History Center does cover the period of time from the second Seminole War most currently through the war on terror. And one of the things that we um, like to concentrate on is the fact that we, we tell the story, as I said, of Polk County's history. Certainly military um, events are national and international events. So the, the exhibit is curated to explain the event, but we focus on those people yeah. from Polk County who have participated, who have been involved. And so um, it's really interesting, you know, we covered the period, I told you the span of time that we cover, and I thought your audience might mm-hmm. be interested to know. So in, uh, so here we are in 1917, we have a President Woodrow Wilson who ran on a ticket of um, staying out of the war. Mm-hmm. Polk County, I mean, not Polk County, yeah, Polk County, but yeah. the entire United States would be neutral during the war. And things were happening. So in Lakeland, in Munn Park, Early April, we have a visitor to Lakeland, and that is former President Theodore Roosevelt. 
And so he's been on a fishing trip down in the Keys and finds his way up to to Polk County, and he's in Munn Park. And if I can just read to you a bit of his speech that comes right out of the Lakeland Morning Star. (laughs) And this is um, right at the beginning, right before the war. So he's out in Munn Park. Picture this Mm. in his fishing attire. (laughs) We are already at war. Germany has been making war on us for two months. The sinking of our unarmed ships, the murder of our women and children, and the attempt to ally Mexico and Japan against us. If we are to enter this war, let us enter as Americans, and all America stands for and not stand back and pay someone else to do our fighting. Let us do our own fighting. The only way we can establish everlasting peace in America is to let The world know that America has trained every man to handle a rifle, and when such has been done, we can look for peace. So that was early in April. Mm. Then less than one week later, President Woodrow Wilson goes before Congress and asks to declare war, and we have at that point declared war on Germany. And that's how we entered World War I, and we have the influence Mm. of this gentleman, former president, right here in Munn Park. Wow. So I thought you'd be interested in knowing that's the extreme we go to to try mm-hmm. to find that local, um, the, the local involvement mm-hmm. in these international events. Yeah. So, and then most recently, we just completed, we just curated the exhibit to include the story on the war on terror. And that focuses primarily on the people from this area who served, some who did not return. Mm-hmm. And so we tried to be very tender and um, bring into the reality that war is war, mm. and um, it's not always a not always a great outcome. And so we have um, curated that exhibit to bring focus to the fact that August 2021, the United States left Afghanistan, and so then that's what we hope that history centers and history exhibits do. You stand there and you think about what impact, what could we have done differently. What is it like to work with the United States as Americans with coalition forces, and what does that mean for our future? So hopefully we intrigue people to study more and to become more engaged in the history of Polk County as it relates to national and international affairs. That's a very uh, interesting way to to present it. I love that. And I love, I love that little Munn Park uh, history nugget. I think we should somehow marker that somewhere. I don't know where he stood. Maybe we can figure that out through other historical uh, documents, but it'd be fun to sort of have some kind of marker there with some way of having a, a QR code or something where people can listen to uh, the, the portions of the speech that you just read. That'd be really cool. Right here in Lakeland. <laughs> so uh, part of the military gallery, uh, is there is there a woman's component to that uh, for for history, uh, for the military history? Oh, you just absolutely make me smile so big and pretty. <laughs> yes, indeed. We are so fortunate that we have a collection of uniforms mm-hmm. of women in service. And these women all are from Polk County. And these uniforms represent the period of time from World War One all the way through Desert Storm. Mm-hmm. And they all are uniforms that were worn by women of Polk County, and they are featured. The uniform is on display, beautifully displayed. 
And then there's a biographical profile of each of these women. And, oh, I just hope everybody would be able to take the time to come meet them, learn about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, it, It's just so much fun when you come across this history and you learn about women from Polk County. World War One. they wanted to participate. And how did they do that? They joined the Red Cross. Mm-hmm. And that's how they were able to begin their service. And just to watch those uniforms as they evolve and <laughs> also the jobs that women did in mm-hmm. service and how the evolution of their participation. So, yes, our women are very proudly represented. Excellent. Glad to hear it. Like to hear that. So the museum uh, has some other fun things that that are interactive. I mean, these exhibits certainly have interactive components, but you also have speakers that come in uh, periodically. So tell us about your speakers. We love to have speakers come into the museum. We select people who are, you know, expert in different subjects. Again, they're subjects of interest to Polk County and our history. So the second Wednesday of the month at noon, we have a program. We've um, branded that our Lunch and Learn program. And you bring your lunch and you have the opportunity to hear someone speak about specific subjects in Polk County. And um, those change every month. And um, we have oh my goodness gracious just a a variety of subjects we're fortunate that way with so many different types of history whether it's you know phosphate history Mm -hmm. or um agricultural history or the history of springs in polk county Mm -hmm. we have so many subjects so it's very um interesting that Mm -hmm. we are able to present those depending on even a diverse uh Subject matter, so people with different and varying interests can can find something that they like, right? That is true. I'm glad you mentioned that. It's fun for us. We have people who are just dedicated, and they come month after month. And then depending on the subject, we have unique audience members that appear, and we just love that. Mm-hmm. that last month, we talked about fossils. And <laughs> I thought, oh, golly, who's going to stay for this? It was one of the most exciting, interesting programs we've had. <laughs> Very different. Interesting. Uh, what kind of fossils are we finding in Polk County? Oh, Julie. <laughs> I, thanks for asking that. So when the pro, we present the programs, they are filmed, recorded, oh. and then you can access those on PGTV. Excellent. Yes. And you can um, actually go back and watch every single one of them. So, Julie, oh. I challenge you okay. to go learn about fossils. <laughs> now you're going to make me report back. <laughs> All right. Well, we will uh, not go into super detail about the speakers because now you've int- you've piqued our interest. But now we have the ability to go to PGTV and and see all of the previous uh, speakers, which is great. Um, we have to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll talk about. I know you have events there as well, so we'll we'll touch on some of those and and other interesting facts about the uh, history center. Stick with us. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend, and with me today is Murtis Young. Murtis is the Historic Preservation Manager for Polk County History Center. So very happy to have you with me today, Murtis. Thank you. I'm happy to be with you. So we were talking about uh, the actual what's going on in the museum itself, but I know that your reach, uh, the History Center's reach is... expands beyond the walls of the History Center. You guys have some programming that actually gets out into the county, right? 
That is correct. And we know, we recognize that you know, Polk County is a large area and history <laughs> happened all over Polk County. And although we love the building and we love for people to come see us, you're right. Mm-hmm. History happened beyond the walls of the Polk County History Center. So we have developed some programs to, um, we've, well, we've created ways for people to navigate around Polk County to engage in our history. So one of those is the Citrus Crate Label Tour. And that is a wonderful opportunity to drive around the county, visit the sites of the packing houses that were so vibrant and so busy during those early years of um, citrus marketing and shipping fruit up to the northern markets and those beautiful whimsical crate <laughs> labels were slapped on those boxes and went up to those northern markets and those warehouses and they were all intended to attract buyers. Mm-hmm. Some of them had beautiful uh, women on them. Mm-hmm. Some of them had beautiful landscapes of what life is like in Florida when you're shoveling snow up north. <laughs> And they, and they just really had an intent. They were little marketing tools. Mm-hmm. So we created this trail so people could drive around the county, find the packing house, see these citrus crate labels on display, and learn a little bit about the early marketing efforts of citrus in Polk County. So I, I see one at Florida Southern College, right? So is that what's, what's going on there? Well, the interesting thing about Florida Southern, as we know, is um, they are the host site of the um, Florida citrus um, history. Mm. And so that marker is very significant because um, at the, the McKay um, Center, the history center there, they actually house the citrus history. So it was very appropriate, and oh. I thought it was really clever. They selected a label, and the label is authentic. Mm-hmm. It has a moccasin on it. It's ah. a mock. <laughs> it's a moccasin. So that's the Florida Southern label. That's awesome. That's very cool. Clearly, I have not studied that label, <laughs> even though I live like 100 yards from it. So. Julie, I'm so happy to be here today. We're going to, I hope we are titillating your interest <laughs> in historical things. Yes, I definitely am I'm going to visit. I'm a, I've been a bad girl. Uh, so the I love the I love the citrus crates because they are I mean I, I think people look for them and buy them and decorate their homes with them and so it's really they're they are beautiful works of art so that sounds like a really uh, fun activity to get you all around Polk County but there's a couple of others what are what are there some others are we are so pleased to tell you about the Heritage Trail and we created again it's a navigational tool. And it identifies, we have in our database over 200 historical sites around the county that create little opportunities to engage with Polk County history. So the Heritage Trail is a brochure. It's the, the, the way to use the trail is mm-hmm. through a brochure that we produce. And you can pick that up at the History Center or download it at the website. And it takes you all over the county, all segments of the county. And um, it sends you to sites. And then it has little historical content so you can determine what is the story here? What is significant about that? Like, for instance, take you out to Lake Wells, send you out to St. Anne's Shrine, and you learn a little bit of history about the French Canadians who traveled to Polk County during the winter and built a community. It's a, a Catholic community, mm-hmm. and they stayed here and the um, impact they made out in that little area. And they're just sites like that all over the county that are just fun to learn mm-hmm. about. In addition to that, what the... A really, really great place to learn about history is in a cemetery. Cemeteries mm. offer so much history. So we have two cemetery tours that we offer. 
One is Oak Hill Cemetery in Bartow, very historic cemetery. And um, that is a walking tour. It's guided, curated by Mm -hmm. our um, curator of education, Jamie Jameson. And then in addition to that in Bartow, we have Evergreen and Palm Cemeteries that provide a tour as well. And those are wonderful opportunities because that covers very early Mm African-American history in Polk County. And if that's not enough, we have another offering through the Florida Humanities. We participated in a program that's called Florida Stories. And those are little downloadable apps. Mm. And there are two cities in Polk County that are featured on the Florida Stories. One is Lake Wales and the other is Bartow. And it is just a wonderful opportunity to download the app and walk through history in Polk County. And the fun thing about it is um, Florida Stories covers historic cities from all over the state of Florida. And the really nice way that we, they develop that, you can download it, go through the the tour, and you can just do it on your phone. You actually don't have to walk. I shouldn't say that. I <laughs> We love walking. Walking yes. is our favorite walk, thing. Walk, walk. We love it. Well, that's interesting because I would think that if it is, if someone download, downloads that app, they may be doing it in a completely different city, but they're going to see that Lake Wales and Bartow are among the cities that are participating in that, and that make, may, might make them want to come and, and learn about that, correct? You are just ever so clever, Julie. <laughs> yes, indeed. And that was the um, when the Florida Humanities Council produced that, that was the idea is to cross-promote right. historic preservation mm-hmm. and history all throughout the state of Florida. Yeah. Well, that is very neat. I like that. Well, what other, um, do you have any other events maybe that are coming up that you want to promo? I want to give you this opportunity to, are there events that you guys do besides the, the lunch and learn? We uh, we do have special events and they are usually, um, they're, they're scheduled around commemorations of mm. special events in history. And although I'd love to invite you to <laughs> this occasion, I am very proud to share this with Polk County. On September 14th, for the first time ever in Polk County, the Polk County History Center will be the host site of a naturalization ceremony. So 50 candidates for naturalization who are all residents of Polk County will take their oath of citizenship at the Polk County History Center. And we're just ever so proud to be able to offer that opportunity for residents of Polk County as they become citizens of Mm. the United States. And what is so sweet about it is that in addition to taking their oath that day, we will have the supervisor of elections office will be on site, so they'll be able to register. And I just want to share that to give you an idea of the kinds of things we focus on Mm -hmm. and um, opportunities to really celebrate and commemorate just the beauty of living in the United States, living in Polk County, and what that means, our story, our celebration, and how we commemorate being a citizen of the United States. Yeah. So the the folks that are coming to visit, I mean, how, do you have a sort of an average number of visitors? Uh, I know, obviously, COVID, you know, everyone had had issues in the last 18 months or so. But are you finding that uh, it's primarily Polk residents who are interested in, in sort of our history? Do you get a lot of visitors that are coming through uh because they're here for other reasons and they're just history buffs. What kind of folks are coming through? Glad you asked that question. We've noticed some changes, and I think mm. the changes do have to they, – they probably are a result of COVID, but they also have to do with the changing demographics in Polk County. 
we have noticed we, we average around $3,500. $3, How about that? Man, I'm turning it into money quickly, right? 3,500 visitors a month. Okay. And what we've noticed is that we have a lot of visitors who are – they're unique visitors who are coming from other areas of the country. And frequently we have seen more and more families coming to the History Center. And we think that is probably a result of the changing behaviors in families after COVID. They're mm-hmm. finding uh, places to go, safe mm-hmm. places to go. And so, yeah, that demographic is changing for us in a very good way. Yeah, well, I will, I'll have to bring my family. I gotta, I gotta try to keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> <laughs> First, I've gotta go, then I gotta bring the family. Um, but no, it is a beautiful building. And, um, you know, if you haven't been to the History Center uh, lately, and, and, and you definitely need to go. I've been lately, but I didn't spend as much time there as I should have. And that's why I wanted to have Murtis on to sort of ease my guilt a little bit. But you can learn more about the uh, center at polk-county.net slash history, which is a mouthful as a website. So just Google Polk County History Center. It'll take you right to it. So when we come back, we'll finish our conversation with Murtis and talk about upcoming exhibits. So stick with us. We're back. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend. And with me is Murtis Young, Historic Preservation Manager for the Polk County History Center. Hi, 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 Murtis. (laughs) Hey, Julie. (laughs) So we don't have much time left. We probably have maybe eight or 10 minutes. And I know we have lots more to talk about. So tell us, uh, I know we have upcoming exhibits that you wanted to share, but this is just sort of like, you know, fire away. Tell us everything you can tell us in the next eight to 10 minutes. So I'm so excited to share with everybody. We have another long-term exhibit that we're curating and we're about to get ready to install this exhibit and it's called the cities of polk Mm. and it is just going to be so much fun for everybody in polk county it features um certainly the 17 municipalities incorporated municipalities a timeline about how each of the cities came to be when they started the important things about their early history. And um, that is just going to be really fun to be able to walk into the History Center and see about talk about Polk County's history, but then actually then very specifically talk about and learn about the city mm-hmm. in which you may live. And so one of the really fun uh, pieces of history about the city of Lakeland is on May 26, in 1891, Harry Sloan threw the switch to turn on electricity in the city of Lakeland. Now, that's pretty exciting, but the really cool thing about it is Lakeland was just the third city in the state of Florida to offer electricity. So this is fun. Mm-hmm. On August 1904, the Lakeland City Council voted, not unanimous, 5-2 <laughs> in favor of a resolution providing for a city-owned power plant. Mm. So those types of hi- history will be in that exhibit mm-hmm. In addition to featuring the municipalities, Julie, we are going to offer an opportunity to visit cities, towns, settlements that we're calling our heritage towns. And these are the little town settlements that, you know, may have been in existence for a while, but they are no longer in existence or they're here, but they've just been um, swallowed up in development of the larger cities. There are over 200 
of those types of communities. Really? And so that exhibit will talk about that. And the early development of cities, you know, they mm-hmm. started first as, you know, settlement, the forts, you know, we had the mm-hmm. forts that created settlements and then the mining from the phosphate industry and then the railroad towns. And so the the thing about this exhibit, it will explain to you the cities came about because of what was happening externally, either in development of agriculture, transportation through the railroads, and what was going on. So that exhibit, the cities of Polk, will open most likely the first week in October. We're so excited about that and hope you'll be able to spend some time with us. And one of my favorite things in that exhibit, as we were doing the research and collecting images, we discovered an image, I looked down, there was an, a water tower. And we said, oh, my goodness gracious, water towers are so iconic mm-hmm. for each city. So we had an opportunity to go around the county, take pictures of all the water towers throughout the county. And so there will be a special display of Polk County's <laughs> water towers. <laughs> They're great. Interesting. Does Lakeland have a water tower? I don't think we do. Ooh, Lakeland has the public's cake. <laughs> Is it filled with water? <laughs> They use water, hydraulics, yes. Interesting. Yeah. Is that what the public's cake is, really? (laughs) (laughs) Julie, we need to spend some time together. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I I thought it was filled with cake. (laughs) Okay. All right. So that, um, you said something about Santa during the break. Do you have something to tell us about Santa? Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness gracious. (laughs) The happy time of the year. So this year will be the 12th year that we offer our Festival of Wreaths, and that's where we have on display over 30 beautifully decorated wreaths by different designers Mm -hmm. who volunteer and put the wreaths in display. In addition to that, we set aside an entire space in the History Center that is Santa's study. So Santa has a schedule, November and December. He comes to the History Center, and young visitors have an opportunity to have their private personal appointment with Santa to talk with him and mom and dad can video that experience. And it's just a beautiful time for Santa to fly in with his reindeer, Mm -hmm. park him on the lawn, come inside and have your picture taken with him and have a chat with Santa. That those I bet are going to be some interesting chats. I mean, those, those could be stories, stories for the ages. Some, some good comedy comes out of those. I bet. They do. They really do. And he, (laughs) has a special book, and he has everybody's name. He has a good book, Mm -hmm. and he checks to see if your name is in the good book. Well, we all know Murtis is a little unusual, Mm -hmm. and so from one year to the next, Santa, being Santa, added Murtis to his good book. Did he? Yes. (laughs) That's nice. I'm sure the Julie in his good book does not refer to me. (laughs) 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 I was off that list a long time ago, I suspect. But that's okay. That's okay. I'm I'm over it. Other things fulfill me. So, Murtis, um, <laughs> we had we talked a lot about some really cool things, and I'm so glad that you were able to come on and share uh, all the fun things that are happening at the History Center and then the things that are coming up. Uh, there's probably lots more that you could tell us. Uh, so maybe we'll have you back when you have your. Uh, new exhibits in there's always good things to talk about um so is there anything else that we you want to touch on before we wrap things up Mm, just very quickly um would like to give uh 
some attention to the fact that I mentioned we are a museum, but also a research library. So our library has a huge collection Mm. of material to help you do not only historical research, but genealogy research. And we have very specific program programming that goes along with that as well. So once a month, we feature experts in the field of genealogy. That is um, something we learned from COVID offered through a Zoom format. And that's very, very popular. So the research library and those programs to help you in Prove your research for gene- genealogical history. I think we might you we, we might do you have fire maps there as well, like the the plats of neighborhoods and and things like that. We do indeed. We have okay. a huge collection of maps, surveys. We have um, city directories. We have lots of tools to help people with their research. So. Um, I think we've utilized that, at least the researchers for uh, our Lake Morton Neighborhood Association when we do our historic home tours. I think we have some of our uh, researchers utilize your your records as well just to sort of research the history of the homes that we're featuring on the tour. So it's a good, definitely a good resource for all sorts of things. I'm so proud you just admitted you really are a historian. <laughs> no, I just, I'm I just play one on TV, but no, I, um, I, I am excited to, to come back and really dig, dig deep into the history center. I'll bring my husband along. He's definitely much more of the history buff than, than I am, but I do enjoy, uh, learning about the community. And obviously I have more to learn about Lakeland. I thought, you know, I thought I knew everything, but apparently I did not know what was in that cake. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed that it's water and not uh, actual cake, but oh well, you can't have everything. I'm so, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, so the the just to recap, we're we're talking about the Polk County History Center. If you have not been yet, you definitely need to go. It's located in Bartow in the historic. What was the building that was it? Was it the county? Uh, uh, wasn't the courthouse originally? Was it? Oh yes, it was the okay. courthouse and the center of all government. Yes. All the constitutional officers were originally housed in that building. Yeah, so historic building housing all of our Polk County history. Uh, you've got lunch and learns on the second Wednesdays, which is uh, features different speakers and different topics, and folks can see uh, those recordings on Polk. Uh, the PGTV, you can go to PGTV and find those Lunch and Learns and, and uh, re, re-watch them or watch them for the first time. You've got the Heritage Trail. You've got the Cemetery Tours, which is really cool. Um, the, right now you're featuring the Military Gallery and the Crate Labels that you can go and find and just lots more things. So check out the Polk County uh, History Center, polk-county.net slash history uh, on the web. Thank you, Murtis, for being my guest. I really appreciate it. I loved being your guest. I'll come again. Okay, thanks. And thank you guys for listening to Downtown Dish. We'll see you next Tuesday. 